Yo. Yo, boy, what up? Man, I ain't gonna get to quit changing. They, they, um, avatars or whatever you want to call them, join. Like, I thought I had sent you the, um, uh, invite to, to join Anchor. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hold on, that don't look right. <laughs> but look, this episode, this episode is gonna be random, but not so random because I actually got topics this time. Yeah. But you know, it's gonna still be, it's still gonna be fun. Hey, you know how we do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? My my impromptu um co-host breaking breaking case of emergency co-host slash guest. Right, right. Feel I'm, so, uh, I'm the one to call to get the job done. Right. And and when 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 a friend in need is a friend indeed. I, I want to say about the anchor link and the avatar, yeah. Everything has been to the left since Spotify bought Anchor. Yeah, Spotify yeah. trying to get all fancy and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, you just bought something you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yes. Like, when, just... like, like when Buddy bought uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he just bought that much just to say he could buy it. He didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> it's, like me, it's like me going out tomorrow and buying a tiger. I don't know what to do with a tiger. <laughs> and I you buy a tiger just because I got money to buy one. It's funny you say that because the big thing going on with Twitter now is like people is having trouble signing in, you know, like signing in, logging in, due yeah. to like the uh, the uh, two two factor authentication and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody is like talking about yeah, Elon. Well, I I said his name. <laughs> I ain't know that. Why I said old boy? Old boy, they, yeah, yeah, but old boys like really I would have called it Elon Musk, and that would have been totally wrong. Yeah, Elon Musk, not Musk. <laughs> I, don't if, I don't know if you smell or not. I hope not. Be a billionaire. <laughs> well, if you're filthy rich, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you know the whole thing with Twitter is like you're trying to make folks pay eight dollars. Oh. To, to subscribe to like Twitter Blue and stuff and just leave all your regular people who's been on there for years out in the cold and stuff. I, I've seen some real horror stories and stuff. Man, I'm, I'm like Chad Williams, dog. Give me regular Twitter. I don't need, all, <laughs> I don't need Twitter Blue. Don't Red, need orange, regular Twitter. <laughs> regular. Yeah, Twitter. yeah man. But yeah, everything's lovely. Everything's lovely, man. I got, I'm sitting here. With a uh, with a box of, of the food. A box of what? A box of the food. The food. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Word. Yeah. But look, this how this how I'm gonna start this episode. Right? It's kind of a small spinoff from something that happened on your episode. Oh, the 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 previous the pre the episode I just dropped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't it ain't it, it ain't nothing about the subject or whatever, but something that. You know, it's something that happened during the during the actual recording of the podcast, and I wanted to kind of speak on it. Okay, okay, okay. So, when, um, when your mom had asked you something in the background, and you you had you had you had paused and talked to you like you like yeah that's that's that's, that's mom. She like yeah oh worse than mom. Tell mama she ain't. I know you told her she ain't worse than, but tell her shirt seller Mike said. It's some people out there who would love to hear their mama voice, man, and, and we appreciate all the moms. That's oh here. man, oh man, you about to make me cry over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, when I was no, in school, I was like, man, I'm like, she calling us the worst mother. I wish I had, I wish I had my mama to worry me right now. Please worry me. You know, when you say stuff like that, it strikes a chord with me because most of my friends grew up single parent homes, yeah, and stuff like that. Some of my best friends. That I grew up and went to school with, got in got in trouble, played ball with, and stuff like that. You know, we yeah yeah. yeah it grew up and you know it made me realize really early like I I I'm really not doing worse than the average person mm-hmm. because like because I grew up with both my parents. You know, like had both my parents in the house. Yeah, you can so, kind of tell the people some it just, just sometimes not all the time. You can kind of tell sometimes the people that grew up in a two-parent home versus the people that grew up with a single parent. Yeah, 
But I, I had, I had like, after, like after my mom passed or whatever, I was in a, I was in a two quotation two parent household, but they weren't my parent. It was my brother and his wife. Right, but I had, right. But I, had, but I had that structure that, cause they had their kids, so they was like mom and dad to them, and they was also mom and dad to me in a way. But they were still my brother sister in law. You had to fall in line, like you know, you was one of their children. Or I, I basically was. was at that yeah, time. yeah, so, yeah. And then I went back to an even another two parent household, but it was my two sisters though. You know what I'm saying? So I got a, like a lot of different like experiences with like family. Re- family relationships and stuff. But anyway, let me, let me pull my topics in. Maybe we're just ranting. We're just I, mean, that's, I mean, that's 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 real excellent too because that lets you know who your family is. Like we often say we we befriend people outside of the uh, outside of your immediate family. Yeah. And, and y'all go through rough and tumble through the thick and thin and stuff and years and years and time pass and stuff and they just really shows you that uh family family ain't just people that you related like, related to yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah and then sometimes you go you go out your whole life or, or, or a bunch of years thinking somebody is just your friend and you end up there they're your family you ain't even know it. i i think i think that's that's true for in both our cases though because i once once i got involved with music and you know you spend like 10 10 years in it and you go to certain places and, and link up with people that's outside of music you come to find out like hey who you say your aunt name was right that's such and such. hey that's my mama's sister what let, right. let me find out we could man you know right there, your mama told me she said she's like shirt seller i think i think we might be related i'm like huh <laughs> like, you know, Carolyn Hawkins, I was like, yeah. She was like, she said, I said, that's my cousin. And she was like, she related to me too. So I was like, wow. Wow. So, it's just like, I, I tell people all the time, it's like, it might not be true, but it's just a, a thought of mine. I'm like, when I see people now communicating with other people that we grew up with, like went to high school with and stuff, and they be like, oh yeah. Like somebody have a birthday or something, they'd be like, when they want to have a birthday to you, cuz. I'm like, that's your cousin. That's your cousin. <laughs> you went to high school, I was talking to y'all, all these things were related. I have no cousin when I was in high school, bro. <laughs> I, had, I had one cousin by marriage. I'm going to tell you something about that, man. I used to want to have somebody related to me going to school. I at least wanted to have like one or two of my cousins. I actually, actually did. Oh, for folks like and then it was so perfect because we was like we was like rivals as far as like going to school like everybody with the chest down yeah. uh, oh but you know uh, after after 6th grade it got kind of wild because I believe my 7th grade homegrown was like some of the greatest people to to go there yeah. and all of them and all of them ended up going We it, it was like a split some people went to Vigas after 8th grade and and some with the uh, one. Oh, middle school is like the the, the, the the craziest transition in your life, though. After your eighth grade year, after eighth grade, after eighth grade, eighth grade like you'll never normal. see again in life. But they might move away. They go to a different school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of important people that came up in in seventh grade. I think it's like you find your teenage self in seventh and eighth grade for real. You know. Bro, I, I used to tell Earl all the time he used to agree. He used to agree with me. I said, bro, the person you are when you in middle school, like as far as like your attitude and how you are, usually that's how you're gonna be the rest of your life. Cause you, cause you know what I'm saying. In elementary school, they baby you and you, 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 you like a baby. They kind of baby you through a lot of stuff. Yeah. When you get to yeah. middle school, they kind of the, the training wheels is off. <laughs> so to speak. So to speak, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, I like that analogy right there. Yeah, well, for real, like everything starts speeding up. You're on a different, you're on a different scale of learning. You're on a different scale of even getting into. Uh, you're on a different scale of comprehension in a lot of ways. You discover, you discover skipping school. <laughs> yeah, stuff, stuff starts, stuff start coming at you a lot faster. 
Yeah, you have to be more like point, more responsible. You just feel that you had a superpower all this time, but you don't know how to use it yet. Right. That exactly, exactly. That's what that. That's truly what that is. And also, for if you are if you coming from a, a single parent, if you coming from a single parent home, <laughs> you might you, you might you might get out of school and nobody might not be there. You have mm, a little latchkey kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I got boosted into that earlier, but it was like fourth or fifth grade for me. Yeah. Yeah. But like single, you know, kids from single parent homes, they ended up being more responsible because they had so much responsibilities. They had so much chores to put right. on them at Come an early home, age. Get in the house, lock the door, do your homework. Yeah. If I, maybe by the time I get out work, you have a little time to go outside and play. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Cause when they get home, it's time to eat dinner. You know what I'm saying? I gotta cook dinner. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But like when I was growing up in like elementary, middle school, where more more elementary though, um, we were staying with my grand we were staying with my grandparents. So whenever I got there, it was always somebody there. Yeah. But when I, but when I got to like seventh grade, we was living in, in, in Bessemer in the projects or whatever. My mom was there 99% of the time. But sometimes she might go somewhere, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, it might not be there. Right. So, but, that's how, that's how it be, though, that, that's life, life. But I'm like, I have to walk home from school by myself in elementary school, bro. That was something else uh, but right not, there, Not technically by myself with other kids, but it wasn't you was you was alone as far as, like, yeah. So, you just, you just, you just like, learn what the, 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 the who, what, when, where, and why is real fast. Yeah, you uh, you learned your school routes. Yeah, mm-hmm. coming, yeah, coming home. Either come yeah. home or getting chased home. <laughs> right. That's when you learn, like, okay, don't go that way. They chase people home over there. They trying to beat people up on this side of the, mm-hmm. the race. Go the other way. It's a clearer path. You know, it might be a little longer route, but it's a clearer path without having to deal with no nonsense. Yeah, the old, you know, walking from the old chest thing. I remember, I remember my older brother was telling me, like, because my mom, my mom had me in private school from like, from like, uh, first grade through at least second grade. Yeah. Yeah. First grade through, first grade through fifth grade, actually. Yeah. You that fake Lutheran, Trinity Lutheran. I went to Trinity Lutheran for like two of those years, like third and fourth grade, because they stopped at fourth grade. Yeah. And I went to Faith Lutheran for fifth grade. Yeah. One class the whole day. One oh, class yeah. the whole day. And who was that? Third, second, third, and fourth graders was in the same, was in the same classroom. That, that's the definition of, of the schoolhouse. Yeah. It was real. Yeah. Yeah. They told, yeah. The whole the whole scheme for education right there was have all the kids in the classroom and you have like three teachers. And everybody knew everybody. You knew you knew who was all in the second and third grade uh, right. the class as well as your class and you knew all the teachers. Yeah, but that was all in the same place. Teachers taught everybody. Teachers taught I mean the teachers looked at everybody from from lunch, PE, all that. So, to me, I think, to me, I think that um, elementary school teachers are like way smarter than all the rest of the other teachers. So they got to teach you everything. Yeah, they don't have a, they don't have like, oh, I just teach math, or I just teach science. No, they're teaching you reading, writing, arithmetic, everything. You know what I'm saying? These start getting broke up and going to separate class. You got to think about your first five years of school. You you practically going to one class all day. You going to one class all day. And then you get to middle school, then you start changing classes. Then you know what I'm saying? That's when you start Dude, developing your developing yourself, in my opinion. We was in the era, we was in that time period of where we was in middle school, seventh, six, seven, and eighth grade. We had seven classes, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, we did. And I, I was talking think, what was all what was all seven classes? It was math, science, uh social studies. History. English, yeah, English. What was the other three? What was the other three? Uh, maybe, maybe two electives. Yeah, yeah you got electives. You got electives. You got electives. 
That was PE. Everybody had to take PE in middle school. I don't care what, what your but you know the other course, like you wanted to be in the band or you wanted to take home mic or it ain't it ain't but a few people I know that just didn't take uh PE. When no, they, they was had a handicap if they didn't, dog. Because I'm like, <laughs> everybody was in there. That, that, that ain't no shot at, the, at people with handicaps. But I'm just saying, it's just like everybody had to take PE, dog. I'm like, whether you struggle with it or not, you should have to take it. Speaking of struggles, speaking of struggles, I said there was some cool people in mm-hmm. the school when I was going. Man. It was so many cool people that took chapter one math, though, man. Chapter one math. Chapter one math. Like, yo, it was one girl I had a crush on, and she was in chapter one. You know, they, I, and I found out because it was a teacher. I'll never forget her. I, I, uh, Mrs. Williams. Oh, Wiggs. shout out. <laughs> she, she was a white lady, right? Yeah. And you never forget the white ladies. Like, the white teachers are all black schools, bro. <laughs> but they still special breed. Cause it's like an anomaly or something like that. Right, you got all black schools, you get black teachers, but you got a white teacher. All right, Miss Williams, like sixth grade. I was, I was, I was, I was flunking, I was flunking out first quarter. Yeah. So she was the first lady to make me write. You know, you know, you had when you uh do bad in class, you got to write. Write the board. You had to write on the board or write uh right, I had to write I had to write something in class, like you know how they make you write a phrase a hundred times on paper. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, I know. Yeah. And I was writing the old way. And I was like frustrated with writing it. I probably stopped like around thirty or something like that. No, as a kid, that's that's a real punishment, dog. For real, for real. It's demoralized. That'll be a punishment for me now. <laughs> but I just don't write a lot, you know what I'm saying? Not, not as far as like pen and paper or pencil and paper. Yeah. But she was like, she was hardcore because she's like, this is what I mean about things escalating. You gotta think, you gotta think faster. And it's like, this is what my brother was telling me. It's like, you're gonna be changing classes. The teachers ain't gonna take the time out, which mm-hmm. like your old teachers did and stuff like that. It's a whole. They gonna baby you all the way too. And that hit me. That hit me so hard. The reality hits you hard, man. Yeah, yeah. What 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 I tell you about the reality check, dog? Yeah. Just like that, just like that uh, concrete, that concrete sandwich, dog. <laughs> <laughs> with a <laughs> with a help in the sidewalk. Yeah, with a with a side of sidewalk, dog. That more it hit you like a ton of bricks, dog. Yeah, so. Once I found, once I I did that, and then you know I had to turn it in, right? And it wasn't all, it wasn't all a hundred, a hundred times the phrases and stuff. She she put in a call to have a meeting with my mom. My mom was like, you know, my mom was defensive and stuff. Like you still got to do it, you still got to do it. But I don't like that teacher. I don't yeah. like her. I don't like her. And she ain't never forgot her name. Mm. She ain't never forgot her name. And then here's the tragic part. I got out of there. I went the whole year. I flunked a class and went to summer school to make it up. Uh, came back the next year. Get my schedule. I get Miss Williams again in seventh grade, bro. She like, you thought it was that easy, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> it's like halfway. Now, this time, halfway through first quarter. Mm-hmm. Halfway through first quarter, she was like, we going through this again. I'm gonna do something to help you out. Yeah. And she sent me, she sent me, this is when Chester ain't had those, uh, had those portables outside. Yeah, the portables. Yeah, this is the first year we had the portables. And I want to say, was it Mr. Mr. Hanson? I don't want to get this man's name wrong, but. Where'd you leave the book? Where'd you get this dude's name? He had the middle, he had the middle, uh, he had the middle portable. Cause there was three portables out there. He had the one that was closest to the uh, to the boys' locker room outside. Mm-hmm. All right, I get up in there. That's when I see my homegirl that stayed down the street from me. I always had a crush on her. She was in Chapter One Mail, mm-hmm. and I ended up in there. And it's like pretty much everybody. It's like you know they took you back to the basics and stuff. But right, guy, one he, basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, chapter one is like the last step before special ed, dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, give me one more chance, nigga. 
If you don't do good in this area, you're going to break your special ed, dog. It's for the ones that slip. It's definitely for the ones that slip. And I was like, you know, it had it gave me a different perception of people. It's just like, you know, it's like on one side, okay, it's cool. It ain't the end of the world. Just, just, just finish the assignments. Just whatever, whatever the teacher, whatever the teacher, whatever this teacher say, you go ahead and do it. And then once you started teaching them stuff and then running your exams and everything, oh, it was cool. Like, you know, it's kind of like this math rehab. Yeah, <laughs> man, to get you back on track, to get you back it's on like track. It's like a refresher almost. Refresher it is. Words. That's what it was. That's what that's what chapter one math like. It was like the math they was giving us to start with. It was like it, it was advanced math, you know. You getting into uh improper fractions and stuff, but but uh old old buddy broke it down even. Old buddy broke it down easy for everybody in, in, in chapter one. It's just like what you said. Chapter one math is just like it's the last step before you know special ed. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, this nigga needs some real help. Put him in special ed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Like something ain't adding up. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Some special attention. <laughs> okay. Now. Uh, you had, you had some topics, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, like, but now, one more quick thing about, like, like school, though. Yeah. Another yeah. thing you had to get used to when you got to middle school was um dressing out in the gym, bro. Dressing out in the gym. You people. in that mug with a bunch of dudes. You ain't had to school. You never took your clothes off or anything, dog. You're not even fucking naked. With a bunch of dudes in the locker yeah. room. You got to get used to that. And this is what pushed a lot of us to wear our gym clothes under our right, school yep. clothes. No, that's what that's what the shorts under the under the pants. Shorts under the pants. Yeah, shorts under the pants. Pants, pants. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. So for any youngsters out there that will be listening to this, what you doing is a tradition that has been honed over quite 30, quite 40 years, time, man. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> I was wearing shorts. I was wearing shorts under my pants since, like, now I ain't gonna say since, but I started wearing shorts under my pants, like, my sixth grade year, 11 years old. News it just seems fresh. Under my pants right now. It just seemed fresh. It just right, seemed yeah. fresh. I wish I knew how many shorts. Do you, you know that was the, um, the, the origins of when people first started sagging their pants? Yep. You to put the shorts under that thing, like, you're gonna be seeing your drawers or whatever. Yeah, these dudes did free balling. They got they got the, the drawers underneath. I was, about to say, right. I was about to say it's so different. It's drastically different today, man. They want you to see the drawers. Huh? <laughs> like, we don't want you to see the drawers. We just want you to know that it's whatever, 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 whatever. But you just, man, I tell you though, like you, you learn, you learn a lot more in school about life in school. Just like just by going to school, that you actually would learn from just being in school, learning like the. The basic stuff. School ain't nothing but just learning how to memorize. That's it. Memorize and apply. It's a it's an exercise. It's a it's, it's all about it's all about that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the first segment of this um podcast. I got the folder some clothes. I've been meaning to fold up for weeks. But uh, <laughs> but um let's 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 let's, let's jump into we we gonna get spicy, bro. Yeah, not, not oh, spicy, man. but it's not, gonna not be... spicy. But I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be. I was, fun. I was trying be... to say pause. I was yeah. trying to say pause back in the uh, back in the little bit, the little bit we was talking about about the shorts under the pants and stuff like that. Like yeah. you know, nowadays they want you to see the drawers fall. <laughs> right, but uh, let's talk about body, bro. Cause you know it's the time of the year, the season, the season. We talking about Mardi Gras. You know the, what? The battle of Mobile, Alabama versus, versus New Orleans, New Louisiana. Louisiana. Oh my yeah. god. You the know what? I knew out. we were gonna I knew we were gonna come across this and hey, it gotta mm-hmm. be it gotta be talked about. It ain't nothing too serious. It's, it's a fun topic. I try to keep it fun. It is because I think people take offense to it because they don't have fun. Or yeah. it's their favorite part of the year that they just it's a, it's just like blunt versus vodka. Really. Yeah. You know, so like anytime, anytime during the year when it ain't nothing going on, don't nobody care about no rivalry games and stuff. But when you, nah, but when nah, you're in the middle nah. of the season, 
Yeah, we're gonna talk about this all year, man. Y'all sorry this shit, bro. <laughs> we play y'all, we're gonna smoke y'all. Nah, nah, nah. But now it's like, and the thing, the thing to me is that I like about the um a New Orleans versus Mobile debate that mm-hmm. people actually study some history. You know what? I've been on a couple of posts. I always see it when it flares up, but I've been participating on a couple of posts to where the history gets explained and stuff. It's been, it's been I got, I have a post saved from somebody from the city, and that was like, New Orleans is obsessed with Mobile, Mardi Gras and stuff, man. You know, it'd be the, it'd be the thing that's like a gimme. Everybody knows, like from the previous flare-ups, it's it's a whole argument. It's a whole argument and stuff. And it's just like people just be, first of all, people just be saying when they post it, they be saying it, not looking for somebody to agree with them. They just post it too safe. Yeah. Said, you know, New Orleans is obsessed. New Orleans is obsessed with Mobile Mardi Gras. And then somebody from New Orleans jumps on the post. It's like, how do y'all even see it? You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna put you on this right here. This is what I, this is what made me come up with this subject. Uh-huh. Friend of mine I grew up with, used to go to church with, they from New Orleans. They from New Orleans. But they church, you know how like uh like Methodist churches will vote people in and out of like, like okay, we're gonna we're gonna move this pastor to Alabama to be a preacher or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Oh, it. like that. But that, that's how they kind of came to us. So, this is what she said. This is her caption. Okay. Settling, settling this once and for all. 1699 Point de Mardi Louisiana, first celebration. 1703 Mobile, Alabama, first celebration. And it says 1711 Mobile, Alabama, first parade rose, but more. More so on New Orleans years in August 25th. She said, so there we have it. It started down river from present day New Orleans in 1699. Happy Mardi Gras. And then she got a uh, a Mardi Gras New a Mardi Gras New Orleans.com link. He says was America's first Mardi Gras in New Orleans or Mobile. I'm like, I'm like, first of all, I think I've seen that too. New Orleans wasn't even uh a city. A city, bro. They wouldn't even, uh, I mean, I've read too many articles myself doing research. Our, our Mobile's first Mardi Gras, first of all, Mobile was the established capital of the French colony. Mm-hmm. Let that be said first. 1702 was the first Mardi Gras celebration. Um, and all of this was Louisiana territory. Mm-hmm. People make the fatal mistake of saying that it's still Louisiana, like as if New Orleans was an established city. Right, it you know? was not. But it wasn't, you know, New Orleans wasn't even established as a city until way after uh, Louisiana achieved statehood. And even then, Mobile celebrated their first that they, they had their first Mardi Gras in 1702 New Orleans wasn't even established until a hundred some years later right so yeah, I was, so you got you didn't get to the debate was was the first Mardi Gras parade in Mobile or in Louisiana not New Orleans it just, it just re- <laughs> but New Orleans wasn't even New Orleans it was New just, Orleans wasn't even New Orleans it was it just a part of the Louisiana purchase the first the first parade and plus we could and plus we call our uh we call our things different we call like you know over here's an order over over in new orleans it's called the crew crew uh-huh so so with that being said before new orleans was even established as a city they didn't have they didn't have mardi gras in Matter of fact, Mardi Gras was like celebrating like Slidell or Baton Rouge or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the never ending debate. Yes. It's but like, like you said, it urges people to go and do their history and learn it so they won't be on the internet just reaching and stuff. And people get fried. People get 
roasted. I've seen many people get roasted just on the basis of man, don't nobody talk about uh Mobile Mardi Gras. I see this a lot on Twitter, and so <laughs> and then somebody uh replied to them, man. I don't know what you heard, but Mobile they be throwing they be throwing uh connector sauces, uh, box of new crates of Newports and 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 TVs and everything. Everything, dog. <laughs> But it goes to, it goes even deeper. This ain't even recent flare-ups. I remember when Tom Joyner had his uh, radio show on on the radio, and year after year, it would come up like as like a little-known Black History fact or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he would say, "That's like you know, Mobile Mobile say they the first people to have to have Mardi Gras." And, but like you know, New Orleans says, you know, this is this is this is our thing. So it's just like Mobile. At 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 sometimes he'll say, Mobile, y'all just got to give it up. And then when the two thousands came in, and I I want to say two thousand six, two thousand seven, he was forced to do his research on this, and it's like, well, Crow Mobile, he had to eat Crow. Mobile started. Mobile actually started Mardi Gras. And then it's always backhanded compliments. Mobile, you may have started Mardi Gras, but New Orleans, New Orleans parties be bigger and stuff like that. You know? I'm like, bro, New Orleans got more people than Mobile. And then, well, of they party we might have to go and, to the and it's a party town, bro. They party 24 seven, 365. It ain't just Mardi Gras. Everything's everything's a debate and a dispute. You know, right. when you know when people don't want to let that want to let that pride go. You don't want to take that L, dog. Nobody wants to take that L when the evidence is right there. Especially if I'd have had people debate me with goalposts back. <laughs> Once again, the last debate I was in was with this lady who like served served in the army and was from. Uh, she was from. She wasn't even from New Orleans. She was from somewhere outside, outside of New Orleans and stuff, and was trying to school me on it. I said, "I'm gonna let you do it. I'm gonna let you do it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna catch it. I'm gonna catch it. So go ahead and explain." She explained that Mobile was part of Louisiana. I was like, "Oh Lord, you, you messing up now? You using Wikipedia? You using Wikipedia? So you already wrong in the first right. place?" And because Alabama was really more connected to Georgia than it was Louisiana. If, if it wasn't for the for the Civil War and the Spanish War, this part, the part of Mobile that we reside in, it would be it would be Mississippi, it would be Florida too. Mm-hmm. It would it would be. I mean, it been several it been several eruptions. Dog, we could have been West. We could have been West. Pennsylvania. West Florida. We would have been Republic of West Florida. You know what I'm saying? And that would have stretched all the way past Slidell, uh, Slidell, Louisiana. I took a picture at the rest stop like last summer. Uh, uh, yeah, last summer. And it, it has a monument. It has a statue out in front of the rest area. Mm-hmm. And it's like it was like put down by the sponsors and stuff. It's like Republic of West Florida. You can look up Republic of the Republic of West Florida. It would have been that would that was what was left of what the Spanish still own after the Civil War. And, mm-hmm. You know, and then after that was like Reconstruction. Uh, the rest of the states was getting formed out of all that and they, you know they took like divided parts and stuff this is what this is what uh gives you texas uh the gulf coast of louisiana the gulf coast of mississippi and alabama and you know and all that but people people kind of miss the point when the culture gets established to where it moved to a whole lot of the, a whole lot of the uh what what evens up the difference between areas and the culture where they celebrate Mardi Gras is that it never left Mobile. With New Orleans, they had some help because uh, uh, you had some Haitians move in too. You had a large, you had a sizable Haitian population. I need my man B just here. T 
to explain it because we've been going prior to this we've been talking back and forth about this like for part of the month of last month and all of this month you know he just gave me some juice even with that even with that right there uh the haitians came while we still had you know we still had like native americans you know you had your choctaws and you know every every everything that made up your your marvellas your Atmos, all that, your Porch Creek Indians. Oh yeah, Porch Creek. Right yeah. yeah, yeah. You had you had those you had those people there too. I'm connected to the Porch Creek some kind of way. Some kind of way. We 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 connected to some some sort of uh They gotta think about it. The next city over in Princeton is Chickasaw, bro. Aha. Aha. Uh-huh, and that's another you thing. Tell me, you can't tell me Satsuma ain't got some kind of Indian tribe, dog. They remixed, they remixed the, uh, I think Satsuma is the, is, is the name of a group, you know? Yeah. I know, I know the whole state, our state, Alabama, it came from a word, Alabama, and then, like, the part that we stay in, Mobile, uh-huh. Mobile, matter of fact, you got the name Mobile, it came from a tribe. See? And then it would, and you know, you have like the older primordial names, like before it was named Mobile, it was this. All right, that was that was some type of number that was being passed around like three three years ago. I know I got it from my homegirl that was on Twitter, and that was like, try this out. You could you can text this number and tell where you from, what your zip code was, and they'll send you back the answer. Uh, what was mine? What was you see? I sent I sent Mobile, Mobile, Alabama, three six six one seven. They they replied back to me, said the uh, the uh, area you stay in is called Shada Yacht. Hmm. So all of this is like tribal Indian, Native American language and all that. That's you know that's that's what it was. And then Alabama has a higher definition of the name to it. Alabama is like translated. If you translate it, I know it's translated from Brazilian, but it, it means higher ground, which makes all the sense in the world when you got the Appalachians at the top of the state. i put it like this. In the words of which, doctor, take your shoes off, that their ground is holy. <laughs> exactly. That's what they're saying. Take your shoes off, that their ground is holy. And then you go across... And then you go across that Georgia red clay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good with some hot sauce is according to uh your boy when your boy was talking about on Temptation, like, yeah, we can eat that Georgia red clay. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good some hot sauce. Bye, but next topic though. We touching before before we leave that. Oh, go, ahead, go, touching, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We touching we touching on a lot of stuff that's like if somebody hears this, they'd be like, I know what them boys talking about. And yeah. that there were people who like in the real rural areas of Alabama and some parts of Georgia, they, they really the know. dirt. Yeah, they, they really the know. dirt. Yeah. But speaking of that and people, you know what I'm saying, all that stuff like that, my next topic is called culture versus fad. Okay. Or fads. What it is. I feel I feel I feel like we're gonna talk about those mischief uh Astro Boy groups. Not really, but we can. Oh, okay. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead with it, cause I. Well, that's, def- that's, def- that's definitely somebody. Somebody made a post about that. Not a, not a post, an article about those joints. You know what? And we can said, talk about that, cause I got some. I got some I want to say about it. Yeah, cause it said that style is style is um transitioning to its silly stage. <laughs> and then I, 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 I saw. I saw I saw the I post where Kanye said that I told y'all some years ago and y'all laughed at me that people gonna start dressing like anime care. <laughs> then you said that somebody was dressing like a dude off Killer Instinct or whatever. I said, <laughs> but the Killer Instinct. I said, I said, the kids, kid, the kids that are being hype beasts these days uh, are dressing like King from Tekken. Tekken. Yeah, yeah, not Killer Instinct. Tekken. <laughs> And now, now you know me, D. I'm, I'm, I'm a man that's all about the fashion. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm knee deep in the fashion game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no doubt. The red boots, dog. Oh man. Nah, we, we, we good on them, love. We good on them. 
we good we good on the big red poops man um i think once yeah style fashion fashion is definitely in its silly stage just by things like that all right they pushing the envelope really they they are they are and i think that's the intent with with mr coming out with the uh, astro boy boots and they all that that company right there always pushing the envelope. They always did it. So I think they I think by them getting them, with them they'll do something like them getting sued is a good thing for their brain <laughs> because it brings it brings, it brings visibility, visibility to, to their brain. Cause like Tiger had the little vans look like somebody stepped on some hot um coals and the more just melted the soul. They look they was like real weird looking too like like a wave on the bottom. <laughs> Somebody said them jump like some of the worst shoes to ever try to walk in. <laughs> and you know they had the little Nas X Satan Air Max with you know what I'm saying? With with the blood, with, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be blood in the air pad or something. Be, they got sued. They were like, all they did was just bright. That, I think I think mischief's um motto should be no no uh what, what they always say no yeah, no yeah. um promotion is. Bad promotion or something like that. There's no such thing as bad. No such thing as bad promotion. Like yeah. it, it all, it all benefits them at the end of the day. People, people that didn't even know about Mister, they just looked at the boots like, what the hell? These boots, what these boots is ugly. Y'all actually gonna wear these? This is like the, this is like the opposite effect of what people should have had when uh, when the city of Boston premiered that uh i talked about this on like oh yeah the, the uh, embrace the, the embrace sculpture the embrace sculpture instead of something that should have been embraced pun intended people shunned it people shunned it and said it was ugly they forgot all the meaning about it here is something here is something right here that mischief has ain't got don't have no meaning to it other than they made it they dropped yeah. it i'm looking at it I'm looking at it. it. It it debuted that Thursday. Like this was like a couple of weeks ago. It debuted like that Thursday, and for like three fifty. How about somebody? Somebody bought all the available Astro Boy books, and they was on StockX for like a G, man. So I saw I saw them was on Goat for like fifteen hundred. Like <laughs> they hadn't even dropped yet. <laughs> I was like, bro, y'all wildin', dog. See, it works. But that's that, that's that that's that fad part. That's the fad part. Exactly. That's the fad part. But people keep talking about it. It keeps the visibility and they keep the eyes on that. On that. And that's and that's free promotion that. right there, just by people right. talking about it. They didn't have to do nothing. I seen one. I looked up. I looked up on the internet. I seen one article. I think it was CNN or something like that. But yeah, yeah. yeah this definitely. This is definitely the fad part of it. You know, in the culture, culture versus fad. Cause it's almost like reality versus like imagination to me. Almost, <laughs> it's like pushing. It's like <laughs> it's like putting your music on Spotify or any streaming service. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's got to be rearranged. Everything's got to be rearranged for for an artist to get their proper due and to get and to get their true paper. Like everybody complains about. Spotify taking a percentage of a penny, and you no, have to get paying a percentage of a penny. Yeah, you got to get. They're taking everything get like thirty million. You got to get thirty million streams on a song of your project to even see like what a thousand dollars, something like that. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm starting to see more. I'm well, it's it's, it's soon, dog. You're gonna, you're gonna be like just platforms all over the place, though. I think I, in in the future. I think I just like limited platform for like music and stuff. Yeah. I think it's gonna get to the point where like it's gonna be like a bunch of platforms and everybody gonna be like, hey, you wanna it's gonna be like a deal, like, hey, come over here, you get this much as opposed to you would get over here. But if they're doing it now a little bit like, oh, title play pays the most for for um per play. Why everybody ain't using title? Mm-hmm. Or this or that. You know what I'm saying? They like that's like that's like saying, um, Man, Forest T Company, you know what I'm saying? They got some good stuff, but I can make that same stuff too. Why don't you come over here and get some for me? It's it's an inspiring and empowering thing to think about and 
do because it, it eventually is going to get there. People was talking about this when Twitter or Facebook or Instagram would like go down for like 20, 24 hours or 48 hours or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people, that was like people's only, only contact with people all over the world mm-hmm. and stuff. And they then, be lost, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just like after, when that happened, people started talking about, hey, we should we should really be building our own websites and hosting our own platforms and stuff. So when stuff like this happens, we we can we can easily go here and be promoting promoting not just my stuff, but I could promote I could promote Rudy P. I could promote I could promote uh Kanze Eight Thousand. I could promote you know. Who's ever podcast that that I'm feeling right and stuff it's like that, that. And, it, and stuff like that would stuff like that would turn the tide you know what I'm saying because it's steady it's still it's still happening you know like yeah. people people are barely messing with Instagram because of the fallout because of the fallout of Facebook buying buying Instagram and then forming Meta yeah stuff stuff on that platform steadily changes and it's just like constantly you said changing, it's constantly changing sometimes they change something you won't even know until you like I want to go post something one day I'm like where the post button at <laughs> and I'm over, it went from the top to the bottom you know what I'm it, ha- it happened this week then yeah I'm like what is going on yeah. like, weird. but no yeah. there's no warning though but look I don't know how you keep doing this dog you keep like segwaying into the next topic dog it must be divine intervention dog it, must, it gots to be it gots to be man so let's talk about my because you because you said something about it on your podcast earlier this week okay i call it the internet quote the internet quote oh, I, man. The, the internet quote where i said i grew up with the internet you grew up on the internet we aren't so much alike are we <laughs> i think i said that the end the you last did. episode yeah that was, that was like yo I'm like, I'm like, I said, I had a quarter with it that D recorded that mother on his podcast. <laughs> I was like, I must be doing something right. And and you know how often that happens? A lot. Everybody quotes somebody says something. Somebody I quoted somebody today. I quoted somebody. It was the one where I used to snoop gift. I seen that on somebody's post. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you uh, you and you and what you call it? <laughs> you and what we call it? Who? <laughs> right, who? <laughs> you and you and what's her name still talk? Who? who? <laughs> yo, yeah. you still, you, yo, you still go who? <laughs> and see, the at the 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 person of our age range, mm-hmm. even ten years, maybe well, I say not ten, maybe five years above us, but like. 10 to 15 years below us will all understand that quote <laughs> because it was a time like people born in the 70s and the 80s bro they got to experience everything because everything came out in that in those time even like even in even the 90s kids they got to experience a lot but i'm like think about it 70s and 80s kids were the first one to have video games at home right they were the first ones to you know what I'm saying? Like, that go was to video arcades. Even go to video arcades. Like, people in the 50s and 60s, they had no video arcade. They had, like, sock hops and stuff. Yeah, you could still, you could, you still have. They had things. pinball machines and you stuff. You had like. activities. You had activities. For those people, you had activities you could still do outside. Yeah, they, they were going, like, skateboarding and skate, roller skating and stuff like that. We yeah. did that stuff, too. But we got to, we were the first ones, like, to test out all this technology. Yeah, and technology yeah. and technology be moving so fast, so fast, so fast. But now you got kids; they be like three years old. They can work an iPad better than the grown-up king. Crazy, because Crazy. they was they was they they was born into it. Yep, it was already there for them. They're like, okay, think about when you were little and you was like being restless. Whether your mama turned something on the TV and you just watch TV. Uh huh. Now they just be like they get restless. Like I'm turn on the internet and put on YouTube kids and let you they're like I don't want to they don't even know how to talk they be, they just going through their money they be finding other stuff to watch they don't know how to spell or nothing they, ain't, they just they know what they want and they know where it's at 
that's wild that you say that because that well today's children today's infants and stuff like that like if they mom is in the kitchen cooking and you know they probably have like let's say on the average like three child three children is in the house or whatever yeah. and then you know mo- most times the uh the mom of the house has her sister over there and they got children yeah if the oldest one is there if the oldest child is there they on the playstation the youngest mm-hmm. one the youngest one is playing with the phone mm-hmm. yeah getting into everything and it's like i got i got two nephews they know it, they know how to operate a tablet phone first thing they reach for is reach for the phone you know they have toys and stuff they play with but they be so they get so restless and bored quick with their toys and then they just jump they you know they jump on the phone or, or whatever they got games on the phone and it and it's like it's more like it's a gift and a curse it's a deterrent and it's also an aid to these parents because yo yeah let me give you this occupy you while I put these beans on you know yeah that goes back that goes back to the episode I did called tools and weapons yeah but you know what I'm saying it could be it could be it could be a babysitter for the kid while you're trying to get other stuff accomplished mm-hmm. but it can also be they slip and go into the wrong website and they see something they're exposed to see and get exposed to something too early both things happen and it could be it could be the uh it could be the basic thing they could be on youtube they could be on youtube or something it's just the fact that they're they holding that device youtube got smart though when they created youtube kids though yeah but it's strictly for them and they can't they can't get out of there and go somewhere else yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but then you know, that's but they're I'm like you gotta think the about it. They're gonna do though. Like, like, like we were talking earlier about like we ain't really start like comprehending a lot of stuff. Till we got like in middle school. Uh huh. So now they getting all that information and stuff way faster, way yeah, faster than we got. Yeah, due to due to the net, due to the net, and you know it's it's hyper information but there's no there's no threshold of how much you can retain though. Yeah, cause it's a lot it's a lot to take in. Yes. It's like yes. it's like least, going it's like going to a pool party and you get, get thrown in the deep end and you don't know how to swim. It's a it's a lot. It's a lot. You're gonna either sink or swim dog or somebody gonna jump in and save you. Not, it's, a, it's a high probability of you drowning. It's very high because you don't know what's going on. You're gonna first of all you panicking. You panicking. I'm in 12 feet of water. I don't know how to swim. And you go, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sink to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And what if nobody don't, what if I'm out there by myself, nobody don't see me? Mm-hmm. I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember when I, was in, when I was in sixth grade, it was these dudes. They had climbed the fence at, um, what's the name of that parking plateau? Kid Park. Kid Park. And they climbed over the gate. One dude fell into the pool and drowned. I think I remember that. And I think the other dude just like got they panicked. They were so scared they just ran ran home probably. But they first of all they shouldn't have been out there because it was already nighttime. Uh huh. They shouldn't have been out there. But you know that's just kids being mischievous and. Yep. But you know what I'm saying. But I'm like stuff like stuff like like that little dude jumped into the internet pool proverbial pool and drowned. I like how you put that. It was too much for him to handle that one time. The internet is a the internet is a pool for a lot of inexperienced swimmers. Oh, yeah, we got you got to ease your way in. We 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 actually got to ease our way into the computer age. We did. I remember when I remember when people was first getting computers at home, and I was like, "You got a computer at your house? (laughs) Can we we come over there and look at it? Not use it. Can we come look at it?" See what it looked like. So I remember when Earl first had got a computer in his room, bro, and had internet, and it was dial up. <laughs> we sat around that computer like it was a campfire, dog, and just like mm. kind of like what, what, what my. And then we like, we like, what, you gonna use your real name on the internet? People were like, I remember my homeboy said, man, I ain't never getting on the internet. They've been got all my information. I'm like, they only gonna give it, get it if you give it to them. At that point. I'm like your information is not private, dog. A lot of your information is very much public, sir. They can get it whenever <laughs> they want, but I didn't know that at the time. I was a kid too, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But we sat around there like, how did this work? 
nobody can't be on the uh, luckily Earl had his own phone line in his room so we got have to worry about we just we just got on there it took a little while to get on there but once it it's like an old it's like an old school car you have to warm it up back then <laughs> you don't just instantly hop on and you automatically just surfing now nah, you gotta you gotta you gotta stick your toe in the water make sure it's the right temperature <laughs> you gotta ease on out there with the surfboard and hope you don't flip off the board yo but like you said the internet is they're they gonna, they gonna be a post later. The internet is the pool for inexperienced swimmers. Because <laughs> sometimes you can't handle all that. Uh, tidal wave of information will, 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 will ruin your life. Yes, yes. Because you will, you will stumble across something that you know that you may have been curious about. And then let's not get on the subject of us being on our phones and talking about this stuff. Because I bet you. Everything that we talked about here, especially like the merchandise and stuff, we get we jump on Twitter or uh, Instagram or Facebook, we're gonna see that item right there on our news. Oh, definitely. <laughs> That's like bro, I be I be I be kinda hesitant sometimes to make posts about clothes and stuff. Yeah. Not for the fact that I don't wanna sell no clothes, but you get that hello sir or ma'am inbox dog. <laughs> or, or please check your inbox like it's a dude named Ali Wahid or something like that. Yeah. Wahid Ali. Yeah. He ain't my friend, but you know you follow people on Facebook? Yeah. Anytime I post something, he'll like it. Every time I see him like it, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to have to block this dude. For real? Because he'll be For like, real? hello. Hey, man. He's like, like I had posted post something about my homeboy got a, um, a shirt line or whatever, clothing line. And I, I, just, I just shared the post. He ain't by like, this ain't even mine. <laughs> Like, bro, this ain't my stuff. I'm just sharing it, bro. I ain't him that. I was just like, I just ignored it. I was like, you know what? I ain't dealing with this today, dog. Hello, hey, sir, know. man. And it's, and it's way worse on Instagram. You need graphics? I'm like, dog, nobody said nothing about no graphics, dog. Is it a graphics? You want a cartoon version of you? No. Is it a graphics or, or, or Forex, Bitcoin, or the Illuminati, bro? Dog, you know how often I just like people be like, Sending me that's why I got that's why my that's why my Instagram ain't public, dog. <laughs> I, have to, I, have to, I have to filter through these cats, bro. It's like you want I, I'm a, I'm a forex expert. I've been you know, like, how you been doing it this long? You ain't even been around that long. <laughs> Come on, bro. I really that's, like me, that's like me saying I'm the I'm a, I'm an expert at something that ain't came out yet. <laughs> Come on, bro. Hey, I'm, I'm the expert. On, time, I'm the expert on flying um, lawnmowers. <laughs> flying lawnmower? I ain't never heard of that. <laughs> Hello, sir or ma'am. <laughs> you be interested in learning about flying lawnmowers? Man, get out of here, <laughs> But hold on, let me. Go. I got to check. I got to check my our time clock in. It's like it's like almost like you know we got like two minutes for it. Probably. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna run through these last couple topics real quick. Yeah. More, well, we just do this last one, then we'll be out. Yeah. It's more for funny. Um, what's the, this? This back to like the, uh, another fan. Why another women, women have really become obsessed with calling themselves auntie? Like dudes <laughs> don't dudes don't want to be called unk, but yeah, women oh, are really yeah, embracing the, the auntie role. That is so perfect. All right. Got but look, 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 let me, let me say the whole quote. Women will call themselves auntie, but not grandma. You read my mind, man, because I was just soul about to say, they ain't ready to be grandmas yet. And they, they already the grandma. They're like, call me Gigi. Call me Nana. Call me <laughs> no grandma. <laughs> Grandmother. Oh, and also shout out to the uh, grand grands with the yams. You know the uh, the face, the facial disguise that'll make you look like you old and stuff. That's a chick out here she got the body like you know she's like 20 something years old or something like that but grand with the yams yeah grand with the yams she had the face she had the, the little snapchat thing that that turned your face like you know she got great she got locks so she made the locks look like wrinkles in her face and stuff like that like, yeah, I'm years old. Like, yeah. yeah so you don't want to be grandma but you get you want to be called auntie Oh, right, you know, super auntie. Yeah, I, I, like every time I see somebody say, "Ooh, I want to parade auntie tired." I'm like, bro, <laughs> you might be somebody auntie for real, but some of y'all not. <laughs> y'all, some of y'all are not aunties. 
But we're going to go and wrap it up, man. Appreciate you for coming through as usual, bro. No doubt. We might have to do another episode of just... And you know, we, just, always, we always say we're going to do a part two, and we never do. And we never do. <laughs> like, man, check us out on part two, and part two never come out. Like, part one be so solid, why ruin it with a part two? But, hey, but y'all look out, though. We're going to be starting doing... We're going we're gonna to do a definite episode about uh, bootleg cereal, off-brand cereal. Oh, man. It's a hot topic that we've been just going, talking to amongst ourselves, amongst, and we're going to start doing... um. I shot him the idea. He was all about it because, like, you know, Fresh of My Fresh is a music podcast. But I do want to bring some music aspects for coffee and donut. We're going to start doing some We're gonna old, start doing old like album music. reviews that we, yeah. we really love. You know what I'm saying? Talk about them, but. No doubt. We're going we we gonna... to get up out of here, man. We're going to peace, love, and happiness. Yes, yes. Another episode of Coffee and Donuts. Curtis Metcalf, thank you again, bro, for stepping in and doing what you do. No problem, no problem man. Anytime, man. And like they always say, we out. Stay safe, stay dangerous. Right. Peace. Peace.